Hi, this is Rio Wade, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for seven-year-old Isabel Salis. Isabel went missing from her home April 20th, 2012 at 6 a.m. She went missing from her hometown of Tucson, Arizona. She is Hispanic, three foot eight inches tall, weighing 44 pounds with hazel eyes and light brown hair. Isabel is missing one top and one bottom tooth. She was last seen wearing a blue tank top and navy blue basketball shorts. If you know of Isabel Salis's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see two pictures of Isabel Salis, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know you can Change the world, just pretend, express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your hosts, Shandera Pashal and Steven Zhao, together with the Express Yourself star on-air team. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. Now, here's Shandera Pashal and Steven Zhao to kick off the fun. Hello and welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are your teen hosts. We are so excited to announce once again that our, this program, Express Itself, is the number one top-rated radio show in the world and on the network. And as always, we have you, our dedicated listeners, to thank. Our ra- gratitude goes to all of you for spreading the word and links and tuning in every week to Express Yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Today's show is about positive thinking and positive being. Our guests are going to be CEO and founder of the World Positive Thinkers Club, Ken Bassoni, a club that includes over 600 celebrities in the sports and business worlds. Also showcased in today's program are our two field reporters, Yonji On with her artsy gift segment, and our sports reporter of On the Ball, Mason Whitnett. We also want to send a shout out, thank you, to Orinda Auto Detail, a true vehicle 
appearance specialist, Minuteman Press in Lafayette, a full-service business communication supplier, and Keegan Productions, producing high-quality videos for sponsoring our Moraga Fair radio booth. We really, really, really appreciate your support and hope that our supporters will support you, too. To find out what happened and see photos, visit us at www.btsya.com and click on the events. So this week, we're going to be talking about thinking positively. In other words, we're talking about avoiding those we rejoice in, who rejoice in being cynical, depressive, and negative, like Stephen here. I'm not always like that, even though people paint that picture of me. Actually, not really. People say I'm kind of optimistic. Really? Are you really, Stephen? I tend to... It depends. You know, there's a difference between optimism and pessimism for anyone who's listening and don't understand. I guess optimism is the kind who looks at a world that's about to blow up and say, yay, we have less people to feed. And then pessimism is looking at the world that's about to blow up and be like, yay, we're all going to die. That was not a good example, I realized. (laughs) I don't think pessimists say yay all the time. Oh, okay, fine. They say boo. Or yay. They, They say yay that it's going to be boo. If that makes any sense. Mm, Okay, so here we have the yay-boo dichotomy. I think that's an eloquent expression of our theme. We're going to stick to the yay dichotomy today for our show. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, (laughs) great. So now let's go to our artsy gift reporter, Youngju An, for her positive slant on a gift for yourself. Hi, Youngju. Hi. I'm so excited to talk about positive thinking today. All throughout my life, I've been advocating positive thinking, the yay side, and living life with a glass half full. All my friends are so sick of hearing me say that, but today I have a new audience to influence. Life is truly a blank canvas waiting for you to experiment. We can't be afraid of trying because of our, our fi- past failures. Those failures make us who we are, whether we like it or not. You only live life once, and why not make a positive impact in someone else's life? If you're moody all the time, who are you really hurting in the long run? It really brightens someone's day when you hold the door for them or say thank you when they hold the door for you. One of my closest friends this year taught me that. The little 17-second miracle. Little things that are like, like that are memorable in a long, tiresome day. They are the little specks of color that I remember to write down in my diary. Our first craft today is something for yourself. All you need is a container. I love jars, as you might know, and glass jars work especially well for this. You can't help people be positive if you have a negative outlook, the boo side. I'm not saying that you have to be cheery and smile all the time, but always starting the day with a groan is not beneficial for anybody. I love writing my ideas down, mostly stuff that doesn't make sense, like a train of conscience, or just things that you would never, ever tell anybody. Just take out 30 minutes of your day, especially when you feel miserable, to write down things that are weighing you down. I don't know why, but it feels so good to release your burdens out in the open. After writing down your personal demons, rip them up in smaller and smaller pieces until they are just sprinkles. Lots of little sprinkles are easier to deal with than one big block of sadness. Store these pieces in a jar and then decorate the outside. I always label mine with an inspirational quote or something random and funny that always makes me laugh. This idea I shared is similar to the one on my very first broadcast, which also works if you'd rather read uplifting things. It's not good to be bubbled up, and I definitely know that. The next craft is something for your friends and family. I got this amazing idea from one of my friends who does this every holiday. 
She has a lot of different colored thick ribbons and writes our friends' names on it with fabric paint. Sometimes she writes other things like Happy Valentine's Day or encouraging messages like Be Happy. You can go so many different directions with this craft. You can glue on plastic gems that are sold in a big pack at any craft store. The size of the ribbon can be varied on depending on what you're using it for. The other fun thing about making these ribbons is that they can be used for bookmarks, simple cute decorations, and other handmade gifts, or even as a little note attached to baked goods. The uses are limitless, and they really brighten up everyone's day. It goes to show that even taking 10 minutes out of your really busy day can make a huge difference in someone else's. All you need is some ribbon, a fabric paint, and a smile. Thank you so much for the great public personality and your sharing of these different artsy gifts, Yongju. Hey, jumping back to the very beginning, you mentioned something about a glass half full. Do you want to explain that to us? Well, a glass half full is just my way of saying be happy because there's that really cliched phrase called the glass half full versus the glass half empty, even though they're the same thing. And I think of it as a glass half full because I was raised in a positive household. My grandma, who I lived with for the first three years of my life, especially liked to look at the brighter side of everything. And what she believed on really rubbed off on me. And it was further like re-influenced when my best friend Nancy also told me to like enjoy the world. And I go to her every time I have like problems in my life and she's always telling me the good side and her optimism really makes me laugh because she <laughs> tries so hard at everything and it's really inspiring seeing someone like that tell you to be happy and even though their life is so difficult and challenging they still have the energy to smile and that really made me feel like I should smile too <laughs> and we've been such close friends that I appreciate her just talking to me and it's really good having really close friends you can go to at any time, even at two in the morning to like check your big English essay. I've done that countless yeah. times. <laughs> For our listeners, don't stay up until two in the morning. It's not healthy. <laughs> I've done it way too many times, I would yeah, know. <laughs> so have I, yeah. <laughs> hey, Yeonju. what other reasons do you have for being so positive other than your the influence of your grandma and your friend? Well, being positive just, I don't know, goes with my personality, I guess. And it's not fun to live when you're always waiting for something bad to happen. I've met those people who are always like, oh, I don't want to do this because my life would just be so boring at that moment, so so hard and painful. But if you look at the big picture, those like painful memories, they make like good memoirs for I guess the radio, for yearbooks, for anything and it's just looking through a positive viewpoint is just more helpful and being negative doesn't mean that the work is any less hard or the work is any going to be any more challenging, it's just how you look at it. I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, do you, like, I can just feel the positivity coming from you when I talk to you. It's here, awesome. here, you can but, hear uh, it. Exactly. Or, Sorry. Yeah, I can hear it and I can feel it. Logical yeah. sense needs to be made on the show. Okay, you got have to it. keep logical I'll, I'll sense. Try, We're not I'll in each other's presence it. right now. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, is there anything that you would call, like, your go-to thing when you feel like you can't find the motivation to be positive or when you're feeling a little down? Um, well, this is really weird, but I like to clean my room. 
my room gets so messy during the school year because I just pile everything on the floor. And if it doesn't have room on the floor, I put it on my bed. When I go to sleep, I put it on the floor again. And it's just really bad habit. But when I have time and I'm feeling down, I love to clean my room because it signifies a fresh start for me and that I can clean it up and I can like fix what bad kind thing of I've get done. it back together. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I like to clean my room too cuz mm-hmm. it just kind of freshens everything up. Yeah. I feel, like I, I feel like I shouldn't agree with you guys, but I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven, do you, do you have a clean room? No, my room is pretty messy, but I do agree. It's kind of therapeutic just to organize mm. things. But that's just my, yeah. that's just kind of me being OCD, like pointing out, okay, this goes here, this goes there. This cannot go one inch to the left here. And okay, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what makes your, your room all nice and, you know, it helps you be on top of things, I feel like, if mm. you... Um, do the same thing physically with your room, then time-wise and commitment-wise, I feel like you'll be the same way. It's such an interesting question to think about because it's easy to remain positive when things are going well, but then things don't always go well. So I guess that's the big question is, what do you do when things aren't going well? Cleaning the room can help, but I wouldn't say it's the most uh, effective (laughs) therapy method. Well, sometimes, other times when I don't have the motivation to clean my room, because if it's a big mess, sometimes you're just like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow when I'm feeling better. But taking long showers, sleeping, watching just tons of movies, Disney movies, chick flicks, action, whatever, just not like heavy stuff, it really helps. And if you rant, that also helps too. So you should always have a friend that you can go to to rant and just be angry with. Yeah. Have you ever had... Go ahead. Friends who are upset come to you and rant to you about things. Yes. Yeah, and we just yes. kind of rant together. <laughs> Steven didn't sound happy about it. Oh, I'm not. I'm, okay, fine. Yes! <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, is there anything you would suggest doing maybe to a friend who's having a hard time? Um, hmm. Well, it really depends on what kind of person you are. But I know some people who like to go running and like physical exercise to get their mind off stuff that helps certain people mm-hmm. and yeah. ranting usually does help everybody <laughs> I'm right. not gonna lie I, totally okay so thanks Nicole thanks for your positive attitude it's so contagious and infectious and just kind of set the mood for the whole show so we'll look forward to more of your health beat segments on future shows as all of us teens want and need to Stay healthy. We have to take a break right now, and when we t- return, Mr. Positive Ken Bassoni will join our conversation. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check us out online at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends, join our party online. Don't go away, and we'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are. In the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. 
Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Stephen Sao. And I'm Jacqueline Tao, and we are your teen hosts. Ken Bassoni is president of the World Positive Thinkers Club, which includes over 600 celebrities of the sports and business world, which include members such as Tom Brady, Peyton and Eli Manning, Lance Armstrong, the late Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, Cal Ripken Jr., and Michael Phelps. Ken himself is a published author. He has written a series of positive input children's stories, as well as articles for Executive Excellence, Personal Excellence, and Candy G magazines, as well as having his own World Positive Thinkers Club blog, talk, and radio show. His book, called Why Positive Thinkers Have the Power, is based on 10 years of extensive research and was researched and written to be understood by people of every age, race, and creed. Let us introduce Ken Bassoni, our guest for this show today, CEO of the World's Positive Thinkers Club. Welcome, Ken. Well, thank you. It was really a pleasure to be on. It's great to have you on here. Yeah, so great. I just wanted, um, wondering if you could tell us about how the World Positive Thinkers Club first started. Oh, boy, what a great question that is. It, it's, do you have three hours? But I'll, I'll try to <laughs> Just give us a summary of what this club okay. is, especially yeah, brief for people who don't know on. about it. You've got it. We'll make it real short. But what actually happened was years ago when I got in the funding business, I had a group come to me and they asked me if I would fly to Alaska to analyze a gold mine operation. So I said, okay. So I went to Alaska and I was so interested in it that I decided to invest in it myself. And I got a bunch of other people involved in it to the tune of about half a million dollars. And so a friend of mine, by the way, his name was Cornelius and Cornelius talked me into starting the Klondike Club. And so what we did was 
we had a membership card that had a miner on it painting for gold. I had an artist work it up and I would give these cards to all the investors. As time went on, we decided, hey, let's call this the Positive Thinkers Club because these are positive thinkers getting involved in a risky business like this. And it eventually evolved into the World Positive Thinkers Club. Oh, wow. That's a huge jump from a simple Alaskan trip. <laughs> you bet. You bet it was. So looking at the Positive Thinkers Club right now, do you want to tell us about the mission, the model, and what you guys do? Well, first off, the mission is to help other people, to recognize people who are a positive influence on other people. Classic example is we just inducted, who you're going to be talking about later, we just inducted Tim Tebow into the club. And Tim Tebow is a real inspiration to other people. And so that's what we do. We induct people into the club to recognize them for their inspiration and helping other people and, and showing other people what it takes to be a positive thinker and be an influence on other people in a positive way. And what we do, uh, we have voluntary dues and we take those dues and my own personal funds and uh, we take care of the hungry children in Appalachia. And there's millions and millions of hungry children in this country, unfortunately. And, and so we're trying to do our best to at least get a small segment of them in Appalachia taken care of. Mm -hmm. So that's basically the mission. Mm -hmm. That's great. So it's kind of philanthropy and positivity as a mindset at the same yes. time. Yes. What other that's events awesome. do you guys put on as, other than the feeding of the um, hungry in the Appalachians? What other events do you guys do to kind of pursue this type of uh, uh, pursue this type of uh, thinking and model and mission? Well, we also take care of wounded soldiers. So that's very important to us because I'm a former soldier myself. So we, uh, we support uh, hungry soldiers in any way we can. That's really interesting. How did you guys get, that, get into that kind of organization? Into the hungry uh, children and the wounded soldiers? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like, uh, well, I'm just wondering, how did you guys choose that? Because it's a positive thinkers club. You would think uh, that it's really focused on ourselves instead of others. And actually, I was surprised to hear that kind of the mission statement to be more about po spreading positivity to other people. How do you guys go about doing that then? Well, that's what we do. We spread positivity to other people. I have my own radio show. And we have guests on the radio show who do talk about positive thinking and are an inspiration to other people. So that's one of the things that we mm -hmm. do. I've had a goal to have that radio show. When I first started the, uh, the positive thinkers club, of course, you know, back then you didn't have the, the venues or the avenues that you do have today. So now of course with blog talk radio and the other uh, avenues of radio shows and media, now we're able to talk a little bit more about positive thinking than we could back then. But my goal has always been to help others. And when I have guests on my show, my radio show, it is to help others, to be an inspiration. And uh, you'll, uh, you'll hear a little bit about some of the guests we've had on the show uh, later on. Mm -hmm. It's very clear that you have that mentality, especially just listening to you right now. It's clear that you do everything you can to inspire others. Well, you know, as, as Ben Franklin said, when you're good to others, you're best to yourself. We were put on this world to help other people, and that's been my main goal. And that's the main goal of the World Positive Thinkers Club is to help other people. Mm -hmm. Mm, right. So in this club, I mean, I know that you are instrumental in starting it, but who were some of the members who joined or how did you find those people and um, what was it that motivated them to become members? 
Well, um, <laughs> that's an interesting question. We have some really neat people who are members of the world, positive thinkers. The late Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, uh, was a member. His wife, who is still alive, is a member. President George uh, Bush, uh, Governor Sarah Palin, I, and I've got letters, and as a matter of fact, President Bush and Governor Sarah Palin have my book and have sent me letters back thanking me, and I've got Governor Palin's book. So those are some of the people that we have in it. We have the late uh, Super Bowl winning coach, Hank Stram, who is a member of the World Positive Thinkers Club, Dr. Joyce Brothers, uh, Kyle Maynard, who was born with no uh, legs below the knee and no arms below the elbow and became a champion wrestler. The former coach, uh, Dick Vermeil, Dr. Shirley Chang, who is blind and disabled, and uh, she just got her doctor at the age of 28, <coughs> pardon me, and she endorses the front cover of my book. Really, really neat lady. She's written five books. She's a poet, and she's contributed to um, and other books. Gordon Gunn, the former owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, who is blind. Um, Jim Ryan, the famous runner. Uh, Bill Belichick, the coach of the New England Patriots. Uh, he has my book, and I've got a letter from him. As you mentioned earlier, Lance Armstrong, uh, the famous coach Mike Ditka, the actor uh, Kirk Douglas, Joe Torrey, Zig Ziglar, who everybody's heard of in the SEALs and motivational field, um, the late Jackie Robinson, we put him in posthumously, Mickey Mantle posthumously, um, Andy Reid, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, and on and on and on. Actually, what I do is um, some people come to me and ask me to be members, and other people I send letters out to and say, welcome to the World Positive Thinkers Club, and um, we are happy to have you join the club, and I send a membership cards. And uh, I've only had one person turn me down for the club, and that was for political reasons, and so there's no sense getting into that. But <laughs> I've never had anybody turn me down. And, of course, Chuck Norris uh, is a member of the World Positive Thinkers Club. Oh, of course, everybody's yeah. heard of Chuck Norris. Uh, of course, inspiration yeah. is coming from me. <laughs> you bet. You bet. Yeah. So, Ken, you mentioned a bunch of books, and especially about your own books that you've written. Do you want to tell us about the award-winning business book of the year, Why Positive Thinkers Have the Power? Why did you decide to write it, and what, what's, is, what is it about? The, uh, the title, Why Positive Thinkers Have the Power, is an offshoot from Dr. Norman Vincent Peale, who was the original guru of positive thinking. He was my mentor, and he wrote The Power of Positive Thinking. And in his book, he got into a lot of religiosity, uh, putting together positive thinking and religion, uh, the Christian uh, motto and the Christian thinking. And it became a bestseller. And, uh, of course, as I said, he was my mentor. Back in 1995, I had been in the sales and motivational business and, and, and the management business for quite some time. And I had seen many books out there written about how do you meet your goals. And I was finding a lot of people were reading these books, but they weren't meeting their goals. And I said, something's wrong here. These books have a lot of good information. But why aren't people meeting their goals? And so I said, okay, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to write my own book, and I'm going to find out why people don't meet their goals. And so I did research for 10 years, and I stumbled upon the answer as to why people don't meet their goals. And what it is, is when you put down your goals, 
you couple that with a three-word motto and you take that three-word motto and you embed it in your heart, your mind, and your soul until it becomes a piece of you, until there's no way that you can't meet your goals. And if you do this, if you do this religiously and you do it for at least 21 days so it becomes a part of you, you will have a whole new mindset after reading this book because this book is written in storybook form. There are hundreds of stories from all over the world. This isn't just about American people. This book is written about people in China, Japan, Germany, Poland, Australia, Austria, Denmark, the United States, and on and on and on. There are stories about winners from all over the world in this, uh, in this book. So it was written in storybook form so that even children could read this. And we've had some fabulous reviews on this uh, on this book on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And one of my favorite reviews is the review that I said, okay, I don't need any more reviews. This is the one that I was waiting for. And the review was from a young lady who said in the review, I've been suffering from depression and several friends of mine recommended that I read this book. And now I am much better. I want to thank the author and my friends for that. Well, you yeah, can't, so it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, it really doesn't get any better than that. So that's what this book is all about. It has turned people's lives around. It really has. We're going to take it into ebook now. And uh, next year, I will have the funding to do the public relations that are going to be needed. And this book will be, I can guarantee you, it will be on the bestseller list on the New York Times. You can take that to the bank. We'll definitely be waiting for that. Jacqueline and I skimmed through the book earlier before the show, and I remember picking out that three-word model idea. Hey, it's actually, unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment, but Ken Bassoni, we're glad to have you on for the very next segment because we got a lot more to talk about, especially it's the idea of what is positivity in general, going beyond the club and the book. How do you promote positivity? We'll get to that next, next segment. To find out more about the World Positive Thinkers Club, go to www.worldpositivethinkers.org. When we return, we'll talk to Mr. Positive again in more depth to find out how teens can adopt a very positive attitude and how they remain positive in the face of adversity. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. What is no antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to no antipreservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. there thanks for staying with us here at voice america kids our program is express yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to i just wanted to say sorry about the nicole earlier it was actually young jew with artsy gifts but now let's continue with ken bassoni i'm jacqueline tao and i'm steven Sao, and we are your team hosts today if you're just tuning in, today's program on Express Yourself is about positive thinking and how we can think positively. In our last segment, we interviewed the founder and CEO of the World's Positive Thinkers Club, Ken Bassoni. And of course, he has decided to stay with us to talk another segment about bringing more positivity into the lives of teens himself. Hey, Ken. How are you, how are you doing? Hello. I'm here. I'm doing great as usual. You betcha. Glad to have you back on with us, Ken. Hey, just to start off our segment, let's talk about, at the very beginning, you mentioned a lot of people on your show, uh, sorry, on your, uh, in your club who are very, obviously, inspirational characters in real life. A big question that everyone has about positivity is how do you remain positive in the face of adversity? How do you remain positive and optimistic when things are going bad? In a general sense, do you have an idea for what, how, how you would respond to that? Sure, you betcha. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a very, very, very classic example. I was rushed to the hospital recently, and I almost had failed kidneys. I had a distended bladder. I have an enlarged prostate, and I had diverticulitis. Now, I had all of them at the same time, and I got into the hospital just at the right time. And I want to tell you, you talk about adversity. Uh, when they took me up to my hospital room, um, I had no thoughts of failure in any sort because of my great faith and because of the fact that I am Mr. Positivity. So uh, I'm going to stay positive no matter what the situation. Now, naturally, you're going to feel a little bit down in a situation like that. You're going to say, oh, boy, what's going on here? But you have to stay positive. And so I did stay positive. And in the hospital room, when the nurses came in, I was happy and joyous with them. We had a great time and all the nurses were laughing and we were carrying on. And even though I, I now have a catheter inside me and a bag strapped to my leg, which now is the only way that I can pass, um, I'm still positive because of my great faith. And you have to stay positive in the face of adversity because it's been proven time and time again 
that your positive mental attitude overcomes all forms of adversity. You know, it's the old story that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So you have to make that choice. And the choice is I'm going to stay positive no matter what the obstacle. And that's the key. And I think it really shows that it pays off for you. Obviously, being positive literally kept you alive. I mean, I was listening to that, and I definitely know people who have personally gone through that kind of situation. And it's obviously not very fun and oh, very, no. very dangerous. So, Oh, yes. You betcha. You betcha. I was, I was that close to buying the farm. Let me tell you, if they hadn't gotten me in, well, <laughs> you know, if I had yeah. gotten in a few hours later, I'm not sure I'd be here today with kidney failure. Yeah. Hey, Ken, Ken, would you like to bring that into perspective for us teenagers? I mean... It's some of us teens have gone through stuff like that, but a lot of us kind of live a sheltered life. What would you say is are the biggest problems in America for teenagers today? Well, I, I see two big problems, and, and you mentioned one of them, and that is a sheltered life. And as a teenager, you have to learn responsibility at an early age. I'll give you a classic example of that if we have time. It'll only take me a few minutes. I lived in a, uh, an old mansion years ago in the Valley Forge, Pennsylvania area with a bunch of bachelors and a fellow called up looking for a room. We had a room and he came in and uh, he never worked a day in his life. His father put him through college. His father paid for everything, bought him everything he needed. And after about a half a year, he said, I'm going to go up to Wall Street and show him how it's done because he had a, a, uh, a bachelor in business administration. He was going to show them in Wall Street how to get it done. Mm -hmm. A year later, he called us up and asked if uh, we had a room. And uh, we said, yeah, come on in because somebody just left. When he showed up at that door, he had his head down and he hardly spoke a word. He was a beaten man because he went into that rough world and they beat him up. He didn't understand what it was like to have responsibility and to have a job and to know what it's like to beat your head against the wall and come back and just keep beating your head against the wall until you succeed. He had never had that happen before. And so he came back a beaten man. He stayed in his room and he would go out for dinner and breakfast and lunch, but he'd come right back to his room and stay there. And, and it was pathetic. It really was pathetic. So as teenagers, you need to learn responsibility. And if your parents give you chores, take them willingly because you need to learn responsibility. You want to get a job delivering papers or cutting the lawn or whatever, get jobs, get responsibility. That's very important. Mm -hmm. The other thing with children, as I see it, is that parents need to learn to give their children encouragement. And a classic example of that is Israel. And the children in Israel uh, are children that have one of the best self images in the world because they're always being patted on the back for the littlest things. So for parents, you need to uh, maybe criticize your children, but you need to pat them on the back first. You know, don't go jumping uh, down your children's throat and say, hey, why'd you do that? You pull them to the side, you have a man to man or a woman to woman talking, say, look, you know, you really are a great teenager and I love you and, and I wouldn't be without you and you do some fabulous things. But you did make a mistake here. Let's talk about it. Okay? You have to be a diplomat to your children. And children, you have to listen to your parents when they talk to you that way. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And I think the sheltered point is very, very crucial to lives of teenagers right now. Especially, um, something that I find interesting is this idea that sometimes it does take a little bit of falling in order to understand how you can pick yourself up. So I think some of the best positive thinkers in the world are the ones who have gone through negativity and know how to come out thinking positively. 
Oh, you bet. There's there's absolutely the, the total truth of what you just said, because adversity makes you stronger and adversity introduces a person to himself. So again, as I said, uh, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. So mm-hmm. don't go around feeling sorry for yourself. You know, that's not the way to act. You want to go out there and say, hey, I'm a good person. Stick your chest out. And don't be a crybaby. You know, there are times when you can be sad, but get over it. You know, don't let that stick around for more than a minute. If, if a negative thought comes into my mind, it hangs around for a minute and that's it. And then I say, okay, you're out of here. You've, you've had your chance. Goodbye. So long. And that's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think something that's really closely tied to the responsibility factor you mentioned on the topic of teens is also, I guess, resilience from failure, I guess just um, meaning trying, being able to learn from it rather than be defeated by it is a very good skill. Well, one of the things you have to do as a teen is surround yourself with other positive people. Don't get yourself into a group of negative uh, children, kids who are involved in drugs and the kids who are involved in the clique and all that stuff. Get away from them. Get in with the, with the positive crowd. Get in with the the happy crowd. Be a happy person yourself. Uh, Laughter is the best thing you can do mentally is to be a happy person. And if if you're not around happy people, get around them. Find them and be around them and befriend them. Mm -hmm. It's true. You are who your friends are at times. You bet. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ken. What other advice? That's great advice, definitely, for how to remain positive. But what other advice would you and does and the club give to teenagers who are looking to stay positive in the midst of anything? Well, you know, again, um, like how would you very, overcome these problems? I would say it, it's a very tough life for a teenager because you're going through a lot of changes, mm-hmm. and that's a tough time. You now are going through physical changes. And I think what you have to do as a teenager is you have to use tools to stay positive. And those tools are positive thinking type books. And there's a lot of them out there. Read inspirational stories about great people. You can read about great presidents like Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and on and on and on. Or some of the great leaders, some of the great military leaders like um, Dwight D. Eisenhower and uh, General Patton, (coughs) excuse me, and get yourself some good reading material that's positive. Don't sit around on the couch watching TV. Don't sit around playing video games all day. Get inspirational material into your mind so that you will then be inspired to be a positive person and stay a positive person. So get that inspirational material in you. That's very, very important. You know, if you want to be in the positive business, you have to have tools. It's just like a plumber. If a plumber comes to your house without tools, you don't trust the man. And so our tools in the positive thinking industry are positive thinking input type books and material. Surround yourself with those sort of things. You'd be surprised how it will uh, greatly improve your positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So has there been any material or any people in your life that have particularly shaped your point of view or led you in that positive direction? Oh, sure. Sure. Absolutely. As I said, my mentor was Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. And that's how I started out in the positive thinking genre. And of course, the he was, he was the second greatest uh, positive thinker that ever uh, lived, whoever wore shoe leather. And of course, the first 
positive thinker, greatest positive thinker was my true hero was Jesus Christ. And so my great faith in him and God is what has kept me aloft all these many years. And especially through what I just went through the past month, because I'm here to tell you that uh, whatever he doles out to me, I'm willing to take it. If that's what he wants from me, then that's fine with me. And mm -hmm. so that's going to be more of an inspiration to other people is what I went through. Yeah, Ken, you've been a great inspiration on our show. To finally, to close up, one final question is, what would you say to the people who are critics of positivity? People who think, oh, everything's going to go wrong anyways. There's no point in thinking positively. What would you say to them? Because we obviously want to inspire them, but at times, if it feels like it's continuous rejection, that doesn't always help either. Well, as I said before, those kind of people you want to stay away from. Okay, mm -hmm. because sometimes there are people who are just naturally that way. They want to bring you down to their level. It really is a feeling of insecurity that they have. So if you think about it, there's never been a statue erected to a critic. So those kind of people, you can try to help out, but sometimes it is going to work. Get away from them. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ken, so much for, for talking to us about positivity. Do you have any final thoughts to that you would like to share about your club, about the idea, or anything before we go to break? Well, let's go to break, and whatever questions you have, we'll take it up from there. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, uh, Ken, for joining us here today. Okay. You thanks bet. so much again for just taking the time to share your viewpoint and your inspirational um, doings in the world with us here on Express Yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. For more information, visit www.worldpositivethinkers.org. I'm Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Stephen Zhao. Best of success to everyone and especially to you, Ken, for joining us here today. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao, and we are the team hosts. Is anyone feeling positive yet? I'm certainly feeling pretty positive. I don't know about you, Steven. <laughs> I am too. For our guests who are just tuning in onto our show, this show this week has been all about positivity. We've brought on various guests and report, field reporters who all share this bubbly, inspirational attitude and the idea that we have to remain optimistic and faithful in the midst of any type of adversity. We're going to close up our show today with our sports reporter on the ball from Mason Windat. Hello, Mason. Hi, Mason. Thanks for joining Hi, how's us. How's it going? Pretty good. We're feeling pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Positive? Mm-hmm. Of course. It's good. All right, Mason. How does positivity have to do with sports? How is it connected? Why don't you tell us about that? Um, positivity is a huge part of any level of any sport. At the youth level, kids are just learning how to play sports and trying to acquire the basic skills. And it is up to the coach to try to teach them and like try to help them be positive with everyone so they will continue to learn. Um, there have been many cases when coaches are constantly negative and the kids end up quitting because of that. And at the professional level, we have recently seen some examples of positive professionals that have always kept the right, the right mindset and sort of served as a model for the younger kids. And one of the examples is Tim Tebow, who was a Denver Broncos quarterback and now the New Jets quarterback. And he went through many ups and downs, but always fought through it. And Tim didn't have all the skills that most quarterbacks have and was, um, and there was no way, like people said he couldn't go pro, but he used all the negative comments as motivation to work even harder. And Tim was a first round pick out of the University of Florida to the Denver Broncos in his second season. He led them to the playoffs. The Broncos went on to win the first round playoff upsetting the Pittsburgh Steelers. With a comeback win after comeback win, Tim was a talk of the NFL week after week. Tim is known for his positive attitude and determination to win and become better. Tim was able to succeed even though everyone was doubting his ability to play in the NFL. Mason, I think that paints a really awesome picture of how sports really does require positivity almost more than anything else because in sports, you're going to lose eventually. And it's a question about when you lose, how are you able to keep on going? And I think the person you're talking about, Tim Tebow, is a really great example of that. Would you say that that's been a great experience for you in that uh, it's something that everyone has to learn from within sports? We mentioned in a previous segment that oftentimes pain is necessary in order to understand how to stand back up, basically. Would you say the same applies for sports? Um, a team has to lose in order to become a stronger team? Um, yes, definitely. I feel like people learn from their mistakes and that makes them better. And with a loss, you kind of just feel it all as a team or for instance, in individual sports like golf, if you lose, you can learn from your mistakes and learn from people who are doing better and just what they did to succeed. Mm -hmm. 
You, you play football, right? Yes. Would you say a positive attitude is needed for every sport, not just football? Um, yes, definitely. Every sport, you need a positive attitude just to show your love for the game and passion for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were talking earlier about um, failure and about the importance of it to success. So would you – I've been on in certain team activities before, and would you say sometimes you feel like you bond more um, during times of loss and difficulty and adversity than in times of victory? Um. I mean, with a loss, you definitely learn from your mistakes, like I was saying before. But also with a win, you build off that, and that kind of just creates a positive attitude with you and your teammates. And that just helps you get, like, helps you, like, stay positive throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Hey, what about people who are just naturally negative, I guess? Have you ever been on a sports team with people who just are really negative and refuse to be positive about situations? Yes, of course. I mean, um, it definitely like hurts the team a bit and you just try to always be positive around them so they kind of learn from it, from it. What about even coaches who are so negative that they deflate the team sort of? Yeah, definitely. People end up quitting because their coaches are so mean and not positive. I mean, a negative coach isn't like the, like a good example either for kids who are trying to become positive, good men. Yeah, yeah I mean... I mean, I don't know about you, Stephen, but I've been in musical groups. I think you have too, where sometimes the conductor is very, very negative, and he's also very harsh. Um, like he's not particularly encouraging. So I think that that really does um, discourage people from continuing, or at least people with a bad impression of the activity itself, which is sometimes can be unfortunate if somebody's very talented, but they choose not to continue just because of those external factors. Mm-hmm. It's clear that whenever something like that happens, it really does bring the whole team down. Mason, how would you say people can react to that? How do you say how would you say a team could keep on holding itself together even when say a couple of people on the team are being really negative or maybe even when the coach is being negative? Um well with negative attitudes, you always need to just fight through it and I mean just battle through the tough times and always come together and try like creating a positive vibe, even though there are a couple of people bringing the team down, still doesn't mean like the other people should become negative. Everyone should still become positive. Mm-hmm. What about the treatment of these people who are negative? Um, I, I guess from experience, it's kind of difficult to argue with someone who's just naturally different from you in terms of personality. So how, I don't think we would argue with people who are just naturally negative on a team, but how would you, how would you, try to bring the team together without shunning these people? Um, well, with some negative people, you can always hang out with them outside of the sport and just talk to them and get to know them a little bit and see where they're coming from. Maybe it's not just because of like what's happening on the field, but off the field too. You just got to get to know the person sometimes. <laughs> Definitely. That's a good point. Getting to know them as a person completely because I think a lot of times when people – are negative um it's not inherent but it's and they have other reasons factors. i guess you would say yeah that, yeah one would say they have reasons for it maybe too many games lost or just yeah. too many difficulties yeah or family issues academic who knows there could be a myriad things but the key i think uh, is also the idea that we had to remain positive even when other people are negative that's another challenge that i don't think we really talked about in this show today in that uh, when you're positive and you try to stay positive, a lot of people will laugh at you. Like being optimistic is kind of laughed at sometimes because it's not logical, it's not reasonable. But 
even in the midst of that, being positive about being laughed at for being positive is a whole other issue that I think people can struggle with and deal with. Right. Or, I mean, even if we stay positive, um, even if the result of the activity at hand is not what we wanted it to be, at least we've grown as a person. If we've taken it in an effective way, an effective and uh, useful and beneficial way. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have too much time left, but Mason, do you have any other things to share with us regarding the idea of positivity in sports? Any final comments or maybe especially your own experience sticking with sports? You've been in football for so long now, how, how, well, sports in general for so long. During that time, how you've been able to stay positive? Um, sports is just something I naturally have always loved. And I feel like if you love it, then you can always fight through the tough times and stay positive and just can to like succeed and just be positive about what you do. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. Mason, best of luck to you in your future endeavors with sports and with everything else. So to all our listeners, thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And thanks to our guests from across the globe. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. For more fun stories written by teens, pick up a copy of Be The Star You Are for Teens at www.bethestarur.com. I am Jacqueline Tao. And I'm Steven Zhao. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site online at www.expressyourself.com and our creative community site at www.btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with the channel, buy books and t-shirts and make a donation to help keep us alive thanks again for joining us and until next week remember to express yourself and stay positive thanks for joining us this week on express yourself Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself